This is a Sicha from Lakota Sichas, Chelek Yutes, Parsha Shaftim Sicha Aleph. And the topic of the Sicha is that in this week's Parsha, we learn about the mitzvah of Seim Tosim Olecha Melech, of appointing a king. And there are three parts in the Sicha. The rebel number one asks why a Melech is compared to a lave to a heart, and not to a Reisho Mayach, to the head and the brain. Number two explains the difference between a Nasi and a Melech, and between a lave and a Mayach. And number three, according to this, answer the question. In our parsha, we learn about the mitzvah of Minui Melech. The parsha says, Soim Tosim Olecho Melech. And the Rashba writes regarding a king that HaMelech Kitzibur, the Melech, the king, is like the Tzibur. Sha'atzibur v'chol Yisrael t'luyin because the Tzibur and the entirety of Kla Yisrael, the Toli in the Melech. And in Medrash Tanchumma, it says something similar. It says, Sh'reish Hadayr who kol hader, the head of the generation, is the whole generation. Or in the words of Rashi, shenasi hader, hu kechol hader, ki anasi hu hakel. So we see over here this idea that the melech is like the tzibur. He's kol hader, nasi hu hakel. And the Rambam writes regarding a king, sheliboy hu lev kol kahal Yisrael. That the lev of the king, the heart of the king, is the heart of the entire kahal Yisrael. Now, simply, the reason why a melech is lev kol kahal yisrael, in the words of the Rambam, is because just like the highest of the whole body depends on the lev, so too kol kahal yisrael depends on the king, as the Rash writes, sha'atzibur v'chol yisrael t'luyin bay. However, there's a difficulty over here, and that is, even though all the limbs of the body receive their highest from the lev, however, the control of all the limbs of the body and the leadership of all the limbs of the body depends on the mayach, which therefore, even though compared to all the limbs of the body, we say that the lev is called the melech, nevertheless, the reish is the melech of all the limbs, including the lev. So compared to the rest of the body, the lev could be called the melech. But when we look at the whole limb body in its entirety, so then we say that the reish and the mayach is the melech of all the limbs. And so, if so, why is a melech whose Indian is to lead the nation? It says, asher yitzim v'asher yaviim. He's the leader, like the reish and mayach. So why is he compared to a lev, to a heart? Another point which makes this question even stronger is that in Teresh Bixav we also find the title Nasi being used for a Melech. It says Ashar Nasi Yechto, and it says in Sifran in the Mishnah that is Zeu Nasi Zemelech. Similarly, Melech HaMashiach is called the Nasi. So we see this term Nasi, this title Nasi, also being used for a Melech. However, nevertheless, the title Melech is greater than Nasi. Which, as we find, as a result, that you could even have a nasi of an individual shevet. You can't have a melech of an individual shevet. So we have these two titles being used for a melech, that of melech and that of nasi. And nevertheless, the title melech is greater than the title of nasi. And now we find in the Medrash that nasi adar is called resh adar. We mentioned in the Medrash earlier. So in Rashi said, nasi adar hu adar, ki nasi hu akhel. And the Medrash says, What's a nasi adir? Reish adir hu kol adir. That's what Rashi is based on. So we see that the nasi adir is called the reish adir. So now the question is even stronger. Not just that a melech is compared to a lev instead of being compared to a reish, 
The question is stronger. How can it be that a melech who is greater than a nasi is only lave kol kahal and not the reish? Whereas the nasi is the reish. So we have the title melech, we have the title nasi. The title of melech is greater than the title of nasi, and nevertheless, the title of melech is compared to the lave, and the title of nasi we find is compared to a reish and mayach. So the question is stronger than our original question, which was just, how can it be that a melech is just a lev and not the higher level of reish? The question is stronger because we find that a lower level of nasi is compared to the reish, whereas the melech is only compared to the lev. So we'll understand this by first explaining the following. So this is going to lead into the answer to our questions. In the Lashon of Chachamim, there's a fundamental difference between the title of nasi and the title of melech. We said that in the Torah, Nasi and Melech are two titles, two names of the Melech. Nasi can be used for other things as well, but Nasi and Melech can refer to the Melech. Whereas in Loshan Chachamim, there's a fundamental difference between the ti- these two titles. They're referring to two different roles, two different positions. A Melech, so a Melech is literally a king, just like in Loshan Terah. So if it says Melech, it means a king, just like when it says Melech in Loshan Terah. However, when it says Nasi, so a Nasi is a different role, it's a different position. A Nasi is primarily a Nasi of the Sanhedrin, the one in charge of the whole Sanhedrin, or at the least, it's a Nasi in Yonim Ruchnim. So when Chacham refer and speak about a Nasi, it means a Nasi in Ruchnim Yisdika matters. And as the Mishnah says, Nasi v'av Bezdin. They're both connected to the Bezdin. And as the Gemara also says, Hillel she'kerin Yisrael, and it's referring to Hillel in his role in Yonim Ruchnim. And it also says, Hill Vashimin, so Mea And that was even though there were Yiddish Malachim and Kashur Malachim during this time. So obviously, when it says Nagunasiusun, it wasn't talking as Malachim, because there were Malachim then from the from the house of the Hashmanayim. It refers to a Nasi in Yanam Ruchnim. So in Lashan Chachamim, it's talking about two different positions, two different roles. And this difference is to the extent that there's a fundamental difference also in Halacha between them, which is that a Nasi Shamachal al Kvedai. So Kvaidei Machal, a Nasi that forgives, he forgoes, his Meichel is covered, so it's it's forgiven. Whereas a Melech Shemachal al Kvaidei ain't Kvaidei Machal. A Melech who forgives, his Meichel and is covered, it's not forgiven. So we see that there are two different roles with two different halachas that apply to them. Now according to this we can say, and it makes sense to say, that similarly there's a difference in Lashon Torah between the levels of Nasi and Melech in the Melech himself. So even though in Lashon Torah when it says Melech, and Nasi, you can refer to one person, it's not two different people. But we can explain, based on the way we find it in Lashon Chachamim, that it's referring to two different levels, two different aspects within the Melech. Now let's look further into these two different roles of Nasi and Melech. Among the differences between a Melech and a Nasi in Lashon Chachamim, so there's two differences. We're going to present the first one on this slide, and the next one on the next slide. So the first difference is that a Melech, the Indian of a Melech, is lasis mishpat umil chamais. It's about taking the Yidin into war when that's necessary. Whereas the Pasuk says, again, it's referring to battle. However, his role is not heira. And not only is his role not heira, that doesn't define him, but actually the Allah is that Malchi's role are not allowed to judge at all. So not only is it not their role, Malchi's role are forbidden to take that role, and even Malchi Beis David, who can judge, but nevertheless, it says that Ein Sanhedrin, they can't be part of the Sanhedrin. So not only is their role not Heira, they're actually forbidden, to some extent or, com- or completely, to be part of the Indian Heira. And when it says that the Rambam says that the role is Lasis Mishpat Muhammad, it says Lasis Mishpat, so Lasis Mishpat doesn't mean 
in the in the form of hayra of halacha, but rather it means to implement the mishpat of the Sanhedrin, of the Bezdin, or it means the mishpat that a king institutes, sometimes a king has to establish certain laws based on the needs of the time, the circumstances that make it necessary. Whereas by a Nasi, the main Indian of a Nasi is that he's the Rish HaSanhedrin. As Rambam says, So the Nasi, it says over here clearly, the Rambam writes that he is the Reisha Yeshiva and they call him Nasi Bechol Makim. And he takes the position he's of Moshe Rabbeinu. And the Rambam says, What's the Sanhedrin? They are the Amude Hayra, Umehem Choykum Mishpat Yetzelachol Yisrael. So the Nasi is all about Hayra. That's what defines the Nasi. Now by Moshe Rabbeinu, it says, It's just that since Moshe was also the Melech Yisrael, so Moshe had both roles, and so he dealt, he also dealt with all of the needs of the Yidin in general, not just Ruchnius, but also Gashmius. But that's the first difference between a Melech and a Nasi. A Melech, his Indian is to take the Yidin into battle, into war when that's needed, and the role of the Nasi is to establish Hayra and Halacha. A second difference between a Melech and a Nasi is that by a Melech, the nation has to provide his every desire. And as the Rambam writes at length in of he takes from the people the so he takes people from among the nation to serve him and also he takes things from people that are craftsmen that he needs he takes fields he takes a portion of the produce that grows whereas by a nasi even though he's supported by the tzibur However, it's only that he takes his set livelihood, his parnasa from them for working for them. So it's not that they're providing for him, it's that he's providing them a service and they're paying him in exchange. Unlike a, a melech who the nation provides for his every desire. So, number one, by the nasi, it's in exchange for work, so it's not really that they're providing it, he provided something and they're paying him. And number two, it's not his every desire, there's a set amount of parnasa that he gets, whereas by the melech, Everything is being provided for by the nation, and he, they provide him with his every desire. Now, this second Indian, that a king takes everything from the nation, so it actually reflects a paradox. On one hand, it reflects a strength. It reflects the strength and power of the Melech, how the whole nation and everything that they possess is actually similar to the Indian of Masha Kona Eved, Kona Rabbi. They're like his servants, they're his avadim, and so whatever they acquire, he acquires, and so he could take whatever he wants from them. On the other end, it actually also reflects a weakness, a weakness of the melech, that for any and all of his desires, anything, he needs the nation, he has nothing of his own. All people, they receive their livelihood through their own work and effort. Even a parnas, like we said before, someone who serves the tzibur, and he gets paid by the tzibur, but his work is, he does have work, that he's a parnas on the tzibur, and they pay him for his work, but not so a melech, that everything that he has, he receives from the nation. He doesn't get paid, it's receiving from the nation, so he's dependent on the nation. And the explanation is that he hanesenes. We have this question that there's this paradox, it's a strength and a weakness, they actually work together perfectly. They're not just, not a paradox, each one explains the other. The whole Indian of a melech is asher yitzim v'asher yavim, to serve the people. That's the identity, that's the mohus of the melech. And therefore, since, since that's his whole mahus, so he has nothing of his own. So he receives everything from the nation. So his whole 
existence is to serve the people, that means he has no existence outside of the people. So he doesn't have anything of his own, nothing that he earns, and everything that he has comes from those people. Because those people, the people, the nation, they are his entire existence, his serving the people. So on one hand, he therefore has complete control over them. They, so to speak, belong to him. And at the same time, he in a way belongs to them because his whole entire existence, it's not a role that he plays. His entire existence, his whole mahus, is to serve the nation. And based on this, we can now answer our questions. So according to this, we'll understand the comparison of a melech specifically to a lev and not to the reish umayach. Among the differences between a lev and a mayach are two things. Number one, that the lev is in a constant movement of rotsavishrev, which is the heartbeat. It's without stop. Whereas the mayach, the mayach doesn't have any movement. The chayas of the whole body comes from the mayach, but the mayach itself is at rest. And the second difference is that the lev is brought down is the weakest of all the limbs of the body. Whereas the mayach, it isn't the weakest of all the limbs of the body. And we can explain that these two qualities that each of them has are related to one another. The lev the lev is the weakest of all the limbs because its entire existence and being is that it's the highest of the limbs. Because that's its entire existence, so it's a weak existence on its own. It is no other union, only that it's the highest of the body. And therefore, number one, we said that it's in constant movement. Because of this, it's constantly in a state of movement, which reflects that it's constant and entire existence and being is that it's the highest of the body and the body needs highest the whole time. So the lev is constantly in movement. It's constantly serving the body because that's its whole existence. And as a result, it's weak since its whole existence and being is only for all the other limbs. So it doesn't have its own being on its own independently. So it's a weak existence. It's a weak entity. Whereas the mayach, the mayach is removed from the other limbs of the body. It's true that it's the source of the highest of the body but it remains removed from them, which reflects that it's a being for itself. It's the chai, It also provides chayis, but it's an also. It's its own thing. It's removed from the limbs, and in addition, it provides chayis, and therefore, it doesn't have movement, which reflects that it's removed from the limbs of the body because it has its own existence. And number two, it's not weak like the lave. It's not the weakest limb. It's not the weakest part of the body since it's an existence, an entity for itself. So whatever strength, whatever kayach it has, it has, even if it's more or less, but it has its own kayach unlike the lave. And therefore, a melech is compared, and specifically compared, to a lave. Because also a melech has these two qualities of a lave. On one hand, he's in a constant connection to the nation. Because the whole Indian of a melech is to serve the nation. So he has to constantly be serving them. And for that very reason, there's a weakness in his existence compared to the nation that he receives all of his needs from them. So that's why the melech is compared to the lave because of this aspect that we spoke about that differentiates a melech from a nasi. To elaborate a little more on this, we also find the similarity of the above difference between the lev and mayach by the kaychas hanefesh, which are in the lev and mayach, which the kaychas that are in them is the seichel and the midas. The seichel, the inyan of seichel, which is in the mayach, so the inyan of seichel, which is to understand something, can only truly be when a person remains removed from the thing they want to understand. The person has to see it objectively, remove themselves from it. If the thing is connected to the seichel, the person has an attachment to it. So then that's shoychar, causing a person not to understand the idea properly. They won't have a proper understanding because they have a connection to it. They have to remove themselves from it and see it objectively. Whereas the union of midas is the feelings of the person to the thing, 
which comes about through a person connecting themselves to the thing until it brings about a feeling of closeness or the opposite inside the person. And this results in the differences between Seichel and Midas. That Midas, number one, the Indian of Midas is excitement, which is the idea of movement, whereas Seichel requires his Bainanus, his Yashvos, Manucha, it has to be settled. It doesn't have that excitement, that movement. And the second difference is, which, which is that Midas aren't a strong last, long-lasting entity. They are prone to change. Today a person feels this way, and tomorrow a person feels differently. A person could get different feelings, and they could go from one extreme to the other extreme. Whereas true Seichel doesn't change. When Seichel comes to a conclusion, it's because that's the truth. That's why I came to that conclusion. And therefore, it doesn't change. Which again, we see these two ideas that we mentioned that are, exist in the Leiv and Mayach. We see them reflected in the Koychus that manifest themselves in the Leiv and Mayach. According to this, we can understand the difference between a Melech and a Nasi. A Melech, whose Indian is Asher Yitzim v'Asher Yivim, so he is occupied and invested. His whole, his whole Metzius, his whole occupation is in providing the nation with their needs, similar to the Lev giving Chayis to the body. So his Indian isn't Seichel and Heira. His Indian is to be involved with the nation. Specifically the Nasi, who remains removed from the nation, so his Indian is to be the Reish and Mayach of the nation, to determine the Pesach Din of Terror for all the matters of the nation. Like we said, we find by the Mayach and by the Seichel that it's removed, and therefore it's connected to Heira. And therefore Hanasi. Also the aspect found in the Melech, it says Hanasi Huakil, since also the Lev receives from the Mayach. So now we're understanding not just why the Melech is compared to a Lev, but also why the Nasi is considered to the, compared to the Reish and Mayach. Because the Indian of the Lev is to bring the Chayas, also that from the Mayach, to all the limbs. And we also find this by a Melech, by an actual Melech, that his Indian is to implement by the nation the Erois of the Torah, which are determined and given out by the Nasi and the Sanhedrin. And this is to the extent that it says about a Melech, that Mitzvah Lamelech he has to give honor to the Sanhedrin and to those who learn Torah. Now to conclude that in addition to all of this, there's a special emphasis in this in these ideas regarding Maisha Benu, from whom from who we learn that Anasu Akel. We learn it from Maisha Benu. And there's a special emphasis of all this by Maisha Benu. That by him there were both aspects of Levan Mayach. Maisha was a Melech, as it says, Vahibishur and Melech, and he occupied himself with providing Idim with all their needs, even the Gashmias, which is the Indian of Lev. And at the same time, he was a Nasi and Rishas and Hedrin. And even more so, all matters of Torah, and for all generations, are part of Torah's Meisha Avdi. It says, Zichru Torah's Meisha Avdi. He was the one who was Kibble Torah Misinai, and he learned Torah with all the Eden, which is the Indian of Mayach. And similarly, we find by Mashiach, that Meisha Hugayel Rishin and Hugayel Acherin, that, that we also find by him, both in Yonim. He was a Melech, and to the contrary, it says, he will have the Indian of Malchus Bishlemus. He's not just also a Melech, by him it's an Abib Shlemus, and together with that, he is a Rav who will teach the whole nation, Torah, may it be Bukharev Mamash.